Welcome to Regarding, Regarding, Regarding. Regarding, Regarding. Regarding, Regarding, Regarding. <coughs> oh, whatever. This is a. Regarding, Regarding. Regarding, Regarding. Regarding. Regarding the podcast where Brad and Adam regard 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 the podcast where Brad and Adam. 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 Regard the Mike Nichols and J.J. Abrams film regarding Henry. Sense some PTSD from the last countdown, like some hesitancy there. Some PTSD. Yeah, well, I, I was some hesitancy, but I, well, I just needed to get in the right groove, and then I perfect, perfectly kind of, I think, slid right in there. Yes, you did. But so the last good. time it was, you know, because I was using those wireless headphones, it was a little off. Right. It was off by a full second, probably. Yeah. Yeah. But this time it was like. Like I said, I, I mean, it's a little like, but then it would just slid right in there. Yes. Yes. I just kind of missed the, the first, the first beat there. So I had to pick it up like second beat. That's just, you know, as long as you hit the beat, I got to do it sometimes, but I hit it right in there. Perfect. And I know that I know that sometimes you got to hear the first beat before you hit the second beat. I had to, you know, I, I, you know, instead of trying to cram it in there, I just went and got, got two beats. You don't want to do like three beats and have the, th- the first beat, which is the third beat, the three beat, be off mm-hmm. and then have the other two be on because then it like mucks up the results. You don't yes. want to be like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Well, if we sync them up here, the first beat I'm syncing to is the, the three beat, the third beat, which is actually the first beat. And if that one's off, well, then now matters are worse because you don't know which is which. I mean, sure, you got the two others that are on. And yes, that's how it would trend. But it's, it's that moment of confusion. All, all that to say, you chose wisely. I still jerk off manually. Yeah. Um, so um, if you want to continue moving furniture around, I can wait here. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure what just happened there. <laughs> what was that? Something was getting moved upstairs. I don't know. Is there a large mammal, <laughs> mammalian, like horned well, creature? Dis- there are. Expressing its displeasure? I mean, there's definitely some large mammals up there, but I think that was just, yeah, that did sound more like a, 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 like a couch being dragged across the floor. It's, it's a house noise. You know, I've got a piano yeah. player 
and you've got couches dragging. Right. Well, I mean, there's people here, so I mean, I think oh, someone true, true. Dra- actually dragged the couch across the floor for some reason that is currently unbeknownst to me. Or maybe not, though. Maybe not. You mean maybe I know the reason? I'm just withholding it? No, I don't mean that. I don't think you would do that. You don't use information as currency, do you? I, I, tr- I, I, I do not, no. You're fairly transparent. No, I'm saying maybe the yeah. couches are moving themselves. Maybe they're like, you know, I'm over well, here against this wall, and this doesn't really tie the room together. I'm going yeah. over there. Yeah, that could be. Either scenario is equally likely to be plausible. Equally likely to be plausible equally is equally plausible. To be plausible. Yeah, equally, e- equally could e- be happening. E- odds, the odds. Never tell me the odds. The odds are the same. They're equal. At least they're equally likely to be plausible. Equally likely to. Equally likely to. So there's plausibility there at the end of it. Right. right? So it's all a matter of how plausible the thing is. Right. Like take regarding Henry, for example. Mm -hmm. How plausible is it that some douchebag dickhead attorney would get shot go into a coma, have to recover, and then become, like, a nice guy. That's not very plausible. I don't think that could happen in real life. It's not real life, Brad. It's a movie. It's not real. It's fiction. It's a story. That's why they tell these stories, because it's like, look how implausible and surprising this is. That's like the six-month period in that douchebag's life that they chose to make a movie about. They didn't choose any of the other, like... 79 and a half years of his life. It's that small chunk. Why? Sure. Because it's the most extraordinary. I understand it's the most extraordinary, and that's what they should focus on. I'm just talking about if we're going to get into an argument about realism. I thought we were talking about plausibility. Uh, sure. We split kind hairs of, kind here. Of, kind of the same You're thing. You're supposed to say we split in hairs here. Yeah, okay. Are we splitting hairs here? No, I'm just, you know. But I mean, that couldn't have happened to like anyone in real life. Could it have? I don't think so. Why not? I don't know. It just seems like a, like, like, you know, and somewhat unplausible scenario. It's implausible. It seems like the stuff of movies. It is implausible, but that doesn't make it impossible. Well, true. Have you been true. to the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum, Brad? Well... Good, good point. I have been, I have. And what did you notice at that museum? Um, Apropos of this conversation. Well. As it relates to head injuries. Probably some bad head injuries. Maybe a guy that lived with like a nail in his head or spike, railroad spike guy. A crowbar. Crowbar. Through his head, like from the bottom, like up underneath his chin and then up sort of towards the back a little bit and out the back. I mean, he didn't live with it. They had to extract it after a while but he lived with that well i'm not saying living is the hard part what's the hard part having a personality change i'm saying it was a little too on the nose what is on the nose about it it's a little too bad guy turns good because bullet yeah but that's why they made a movie about it but they but it didn't (laughs) they made a movie about what about bad guy turns good because bullet. If it's like, hey, bad guy is bad guy for his whole life. Or now that w- would be an interesting movie. No, it wouldn't. 
or bad <laughs> bad guy <laughs> gets bad guy stays bad guy because bullet and then he's just even more bitter because bullet maybe that would be a more interesting movie like hey look it changed you and now your family loves you and he's like yeah fuck you though i'm just gonna screw more old people over with my lawyering that might well, play with audience expectations a little bit we all know it's about expectation to payoff ratio well, let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. Let me try again. Do you think this could have ever happened to anyone? Of course. In real life? Yes. Do you know why I think that? I think why that, that you do. Come on. You're teeing me up too easy. I'm, I'm trying. I've been trying to tease I didn't you want up to for play like the last little five game. minutes. I didn't want to play your little game. <laughs> what are their names? Why don't you tell us now that you've got We could do a little, little bit. <laughs> oh, I was the, trying to get it in there. Is this an episode of uh, life imitating art? Or, uh, I, th- I think it is. Art imitating life. It's It's a. It's an episode of uh, of uh, legal challenges. <laughs> this is an episode of legal challenges. I think so. Shit! All right. So I'm looking here at an article from the New York Times, February 18th, 1994, by David Margolik. It says, in regarding Henry, this is the, the headline now. Margolik. Margolik, yes. In regarding Henry, art imitated life, or so say a couple who have lived the life. So here are some people, a wife and husband saying, hey... That's our story. What's our story? This article is their story? Their story is regarding Henry. Oh, their story is captured on cellulose in the film regarding Henry. Yes. Okay. That seems implausible. Joan Cox said, quote, it was devastating to sit there and watch this thing. She said, recalling the night she and her husband played regarding Henry on their video cassette recorder. It kind of sounds like a game that there's like a physical component to it, like a board, and you have to travel around the board rolling dice to get different scenarios. Like, you must go to the convenience store and get cigarettes now. You roll another dice and it's like, you take the cigarettes and go home. Or if you get it like a two, it's like you get shot in the head and the chest like they're playing you know, it's like the regarding Henry game that I got. Okay. At KB, you know, you remember right. that, but it wasn't. Yeah, I remember as, the KB one. It yeah. wasn't as dark I, as that. I though. generally play the paper and pencil tabletop version. Oh boy, you are hardcore, aren't you? Shit. Yeah. Serious regarding Henry gamer here. Well, if you're gonna do it, you got to take it seriously. Yes. It's a serious movie. It, it, well, hell yeah, and apparently. More so. Tell me it's about it. It's these people's lives. Joanne says, At first I thought all the similarities were just a coincidence, but pretty soon I was pacing around and saying, There's that scene! And my husband was saying, There's another scene! We turned it off and looked at each other and thought, This is just unreal. I mean, I feel like I've been there with Joan and what's-his-name Cox. Yes. I will say there is some creepy stuff out there, energy in the cosmos, that where you think, oh, I just got shot in the head and I had a transformation. 
But then you find out like, oh yeah, that that that's that's happened to eight other people just this month. Yeah. You weren't even the first, like And it's only because of the interconnectedness connected connectedness connectedness of the modern world that we're aware of it. It was right. always happening. We just weren't aware of it. This goes yes. back to your implausibility. Right. Thing. Well, here's a good I think it's very plausible. Well, apparently it's plausible because it happened to these people. Even likely. Yes. So so last fall, this is 1994 again. So last fall, long after it had been relegated to the back shelves of Blockbuster Video, this article is not very flattering to regarding Henry. And I'm okay with that. Yes, I'm okay with that too. Actually, like I'm going to jump back up to the first paragraph here. Yes. The opener was... please. If there were an Academy Award for lawyer movies, the 1991 film Regarding Henry, starring Harrison Ford, would garner few votes. And that's a pretty niche selection of films. Right. Like, how many lawyer movies are there? 200? Maybe? I don't know. I mean, lawyering is a very common topic, so... Right, but lawyer movies. Just because there's a lawyer in a movie doesn't make it a well, lawyer movie. Yeah, no, no. I mean lawyer movies. Courtroom dramas. Movies, though? Lots of shows. How many movies? A thousand, then? Two hundred? I would say a thousand, okay. easily. Even so, you would think the one starring Harrison Ford would be up there. Yeah, but apparently not. Apparently not. Yeah, and... I, yeah. I I don't disagree with that assessment. <laughs> if any, yeah. I don't think it would garner. Well, that's not true, and we'll get to that other rotten stuff soon enough. If you want to keep going about the yes. nature of uh, the Cox's revelation, right? Well, I'm not done. Well, there's another line here on the uh, you know again this mo this this article just throwing shade at regarding Henry because the next paragraph the first line is. The unconvincing nature of the transformation was only one of the film's many problems. <laughs> see, I, I don't see why that's an unconvincing nature of the transformation. Yeah, I would actually say... What controls um, your personality? Your fucking brain, man. And it just right. got a major... There was a major change in the form of some lead that entered it right and it's and it's like he didn't have like memories or anything so it's not like he he just suddenly was like oh hey i'm henry but now i'm a nice guy it was more like we saw him build up from nothing yeah it's not a brendan frazier movie where back it's like up magically he's just the same guy but nice he was blank right. he's a blank slate and empty picture frame yeah if you will yeah so i would say I'm so glad we're talking about regarding Henry finally, and we did the barest amount of research. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> well, eventually, you know, there's only so much we can talk about danglers before it comes back to like, okay, let's let's pull up uh, LexisNexis and look up some regarding Henry articles. That's like the, our secret weapon. Thank you for that. Yeah. Say Which no I don't more, think it's though. called LexisNexis anymore. It's not? That's when I was in, like, when I was in college, that that was the thing. But now it's just called, I think, Lexus. Oh, it they was dropped the Nexus, or they split. There's now like Lexus and Nexus. There was a, some kind of like, yeah. 
the Nexus was the cool part of the Lexus Nexus. Without the Nexus, what is it? It's a quasi-luxury vehicle. The Nexus is everything. They dropped the Nexus? I, I think so. Ugh. Don't quote me on that. Well, I am literally quoting you right now. They don't drop the Nexus. Drop the Lexus. So we have Joan and John Cox, and in their suit, the plaintiffs list 112 ways in which the stories of the fictional Henry Turner and the real-life John Cox coincide. My biggest problem with this article is that they didn't include a bulleted list of every 112 All 112, reasons. yes. And here's a little nugget. Yeah. It says here that... Uh, Mrs. Cox and her husband, John, had sued the film's screenwriter, Jeffrey Abrams. Who's like 25, you know? Right. And again, it's Jeff. This is back when he was Jeffrey Abrams. This was before he became all JJ on us. He was nothing like, back when he was Jeffrey. Yeah, they're just they're. This is just they don't real. you know, they're here writing up some 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 uh, legal stuff here and they don't and you know it's kind of like this before they were famous thing yeah this is some guy Jeffrey Abrams he was a screenwriter right some guy Elon Musk yeah Yeah, some guy he just wrote PayPal (laughs) and had a some guy some nerd created this PayPal thing right but what's in a name everything Jeffrey Abrams you think if he kept Going by Jeffrey Abrams, he'd be who he is today? Fuck no. Maybe he changed his name because they didn't want people Googling Jeffrey Abrams and finding this story how he supposedly stole this screenplay. Now that's fucking interesting, man. That's mm-hmm. fucking interesting. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. He was like trying to whitewash his internet history before that was like a cottage industry. Yeah, could be. Hmm. What I will say is... Not history, well, but presence, I guess. Yeah. There isn't a whole lot out there, actually, about this suit. I thought there'd be more. Yeah, I thought there'd be more, too. I found a couple of articles, but, I mean, you know, it's the Coxes versus the, you know, film industrial complex. What are right. they going to do? Right, exactly. There was no Aaron Brockovich for them. So, the 112 ways in which the stories coincide... Did you find it? In, in no, but Lexus? some of them, some of them, Did you it drop was it in the between, article here. Between the seats of your Lexus, and you just now scrounged around and found it? I ended up, uh, you know, yeah, I don't know, somewhere. That's With 112 ways, <laughs> they were drooling out the left side of their mouths. Oh, yeah. yeah. See? Coincidences. Dragging their left legs. Failing to recognize their wives. Or remember what was where in their old closets. I mean, I don't. Speaking of compelling, I don't. I don't find those details that compelling. No, definitely not. Um, acting oddly enough, that people who had once held them in awe now <laughs> dismiss them as. Now here, this is the word. Now we're getting somewhere of the time. Oh, don't right? say it. Okay. This was the word. You're quoting. Just make it explicit that you're of quoting. Of 1994. Okay. okay. This was a 19, and I think it's an interesting time capsule that they're just like using this word in this article, right? Well, I mean, it isn't. I mean, all that you know, all it, that's old is new again because now we have. It you is know, in parentheses, though. 
Yeah, in, in the quotation marks. That is true. Oh, yeah, quotation marks. Because that's what the people would refer to them as. Oh, God. Just read it. Just say, I'm going to quote as, well, the no, article. I'm not even going to say it. Just the R word. I'll go there. I'll read uh, it if you want. This is online. It's a New York Times article. Right. We'll put a link in the show notes. Go ahead and read it. Maybe we'll even screen cap it. But we don't need uh, to be hoisted by our own Picard anymore. And we've already been, so we're just going to leave it at that. Yes. We don't want to retard all the progress we've made in no. becoming better people. Definitely not. We've got to keep moving forward. But yeah, shit, man. Even like, even the way they tried to like, you can tell there was some like thought behind its use because of the quotation marks. Right. But like, well, yeah. That's not but did enough. they actually use that word in regarding Henry? I don't recall that they did. Oh, shit. Wow. Again, a cursory amount of research may have revealed that. Right. Fuck. Because I'm just wondering, like... You know, I I got a little a little tingle that maybe they did. I, I can feel that you're Googling it. Yeah, right well, now. I have here... Whoa. There's like... Here, I have the... Uh, is this really what this is? You're not on Spring Springfield Springfield dot co dot UK, are you? Springfield Spring <laughs> Wait. Oh. Jesus. I thought it was Springfield's Springfield. Like there was a Springfield inside a Springfield, but it's really just a trick of the letters. It's Springfield Springfield dot co dot UK dot co. No, I'm at Divex Movie English subtitles and it's just the entire movie it's just like just like the subtitles for the movie in just one long list yeah like I think not even saying who said what or what the time codes are just that is exactly what i'm looking at it's a weird way to like read a movie now when he's walking in the street and somebody almost runs him over is that a yes. moment yeah i'm looking well at the i i did thing. a command f here well, in the whole not looking thing the whole and that there's happened. one line there that well, i think i remember this scene it wasn't really like a yeah it's when he's having his like midnight cowboy moment wandering around the city but instead of like becoming a male prostitute he gets a puppy and sees a porno and gets yelled at by a guy who calls him this word yeah it happens real quick yeah and i think it's just before he answers the randomly ringing payphone on the street because he's so full of innocence so yeah i think yeah i think they did they did use it but i mean i don't know if the quotation marks in the new york times article are enough to like insist right. that they're using that word because it was used in the movie because it was such a throwaway moment in the movie well the quotes go to the people that actually knew john cox right they dismissed him as a yeah. using this 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 word yes but since there's quotation marks around it he's saying i the writer i'm not saying this john cox's friends dismissed him yes. using this word yeah the quotation marks are not enough to like then make it the another leap to the movie saying this right. word was moved well used again in the movie. but the word they're, was they're, used in the movie and they're like other our friends used it to dismiss him just like in the movie right ah. it's a stretch it's a for sure stretch yeah that's definitely a stretch yeah more similarities 
Each man's law firm is depicted as similarly treacherous, demoting him to a smaller office, denying him access to his old files. Professional colleagues, too, are similar. In the words of the complaint, unscrupulous, want to win at all costs, and avaricious. And each man undergoes the same involuntary metamorphosis, unlikable pre-trauma and becomes very likable by the end says number 45 on the Cox's list of similarities. Uh, Margot Lick keeps teasing us with this list. <laughs> right. And I don't like it. I just want but to see the I, list. You'd think he would have pulled out for his article maybe the most compelling ones. Yeah, but I want to see the whole list like as an addendum. Like, hey, if you're interested in the whole list, here it is. Well, they weren't going to re- waste valuable, uh, yeah, because this was you know column only. inches in mm-hmm. in the nineteen ninety four New York Times, right? It's not like it's an online article where you can just put whatever you want in there in nineteen ninety four. Exactly. But here's my thing, right? We've had a couple of compelling, well, varying degrees of compellence reasons why their life experience was similar to regarding Henry, right? You're right. But what about possibly what could have maybe been the most compelling of all, a detail of regarding Henry that I, I kept waiting to see or read, and I haven't seen it. Do you mean Ritz crackers? Ritz crackers, baby. Yeah. Did they leave and that what, out? And, was, and what, when was the wife having an affair? Like, Did they have to make a choice? Like, okay, this is exactly our lives, but... We can't put that in there. Maybe if they would have added all of the details of their life into this yes. suit, maybe they would have won. Right. But it so was I too w- embarrassing. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, so there's a big detail that I've left out. Okay. Which is just that these aren't just people saying, oh, this is like my life. I'm going to sue them. Because at first reading the article, I was like, well, who cares if it's your life? Like, how the hell is this guy supposed to know? He was yeah. talking to somebody at a bar. I was like, oh, yeah, I knew this judge, John Cox. Right. He was a real asshole till he got shot in the head. And he was pretty likable after that. Yeah, everybody's got ideas. But did you and write Jeffrey's it down? And Jeffrey's like, oh, did shit. Did you make well, a manuscript out of it? Did you do the work? You know, everybody's got a fucking idea. Yes. Like, well, I should build a spaceship and go to the go to Mars. Did you, though? Did you? Well, in this case, Joan Cox did. Oh, shit, dog. She wrote a manuscript. She started keeping a diary of this crazy stuff that was going on and then turned it into a a manuscript for a book and shipped it out to publishers. And apparently one of these publishers... The plot thickens. Yes. She sent it to Daphne Merkin. Then an associate publisher at Hardcourt, Brace, and Jovanovich. And the Cox's suit claims that Merkin had frequent contact with movie producers seeking properties upon which to base a movie or screenplay. Hmm. The Cox's surmise the book found its way to Mr. Abrams. Now, there's no supporting information here to say that Merkin actually had did, had did at any point have frequent contact or any contact with movie producers. Yes, I'm reading this, and she laughs off the suggestion, it says. Right. If I had access to these movie producers that this woman delusionally imagines, 
my whole life would be different. Which is also not a strong denial. She didn't say, I don't have access to them. She says, if I had access. You could just say, no, I don't. Well, if I had access, that's still a pretty strong no. It's like if she said, not, like, no, it's not. Do you no. think my I would be have a life like this if I had access? Well, that would be a little more hedging. You know what is a strong no? No. Delusionally imagines? No. No. Yeah. That's a strong no. True. You don't have to spin a yarn to say no. You just say, no, I don't. Oh, if I had access to these these movie producers, you know? So what what is what did the Coxes claim here? Um, they claim that, uh, well, for starters... Had frequent contact with movie producers seeking properties on which to base a movie or screenplay. Uh, Here's the thing, though. Like, I agree. It It's... What evidence do they have that this person has this unprecedented access? Not unprecedented, but access to these movie producers. There's none. None presented, at least. But what is strange is that it took 15 months to get a rejection. When you submit a written piece of work to somebody like that, you will either, A, get rejected summarily, just out of hand, boom, happens pretty quick. It's like trash, 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 trash. They don't spend any time on this shit if they're not interested in it. Or you'll never hear anything. It took 15 months, then they got a rejection. Right. You'd think after 15 months, the book was, the whole thing was like, it was just sitting on her pile of like rejection letters to write. Does, no. Like at some point, you just throw that all it, in the incinerator. At some point, a page in, you throw it away. It's just gone. Right. So either they tried, they're like, this is pretty compelling shit. They were holding meetings and like having, you know, trying to shop it around like, hey, maybe this has some merit. And then like, no, it didn't happen. And then one of those people in one of those meetings told the story to somebody else. They told it to somebody else, blah, blah, blah. And went down the chain like that, maybe. Or why, though, after 15 months when it should just be gone, did they then send a rejection letter? That's the answer that I want. Yeah. I mean, that's over a year. What did the rejection letter say? Did it say we shopped it around, but there was no interest? No, thank you. Or did it just say, we here at Harcourt blah, blah, blah are honored to receive many quality manuscripts every day. And while we try our best, and then please keep up your thank you for blah, blah, blah. No thanks. Like, what did it say? Right. I've received lots of rejection letters. I love every one of them. I used to have a file of them. But that seemed a little Nixonian, so I threw them away. I don't need an enemies list. I don't have any enemies. Just rejectors. Yeah. Just because someone's a rejector doesn't mean they have to be an enemy. Not at all. Not everything's for everybody. It's one thing I know. But all I'm going to say is like, yeah, it's a little far-fetched for the Coxes to be like, regarding Henry is about us. Except that she did write this fucking screenplay and send right. it to somebody who's in the publishing business. And that's where it's like, hmm, yeah, okay. And maybe even Ms. Merkin doesn't even think that she shared it with somebody. Maybe she is completely oblivious, but to have it sit on a publisher's desk 
for 15 months? Right. Seems a little. Yeah. And then, so I didn't finish this article. How did it, how did it end? None of the defendants would comment on the case, but their lawyer, Les Fagan of Paul, Weiss, Rifkin, Wharton, and Garrison in New York called the suit meritless and said he would soon ask the court to dismiss it. Nobody connected with this motion picture ever heard of the Coxes before this lawsuit was brought, he said. Drawing. What do you think he was drawing at the time? I don't know. I want to know. It's kind of a cliffhanger ending in his article. Was he drawing a stick figure with a giant erect penis that he then ripped well, off and put even, in his pocket? I don't think it's even referring to Les Fagan of Paul Weiss, Rifkin, Wharton, and Garrison in New York. How do you know? Because it's, I, I just don't know, because it's not, it's not like he said, comma, drawing, like, like it's a... Drawing a penis on his sketchbook. Yeah. He promptly like stood he up and said, left the meeting. He said, period. I'm not, Line break. New paragraph. Drawing. Right. I'm not saying that he said the word drawing. I'm saying Margot Lick, the author of this article, is like starting a new paragraph. Drawing a penis on his sketch pad, he promptly ripped it off, shoved it in his pocket, and stormed out of the interview room or something. And then Les Fagan came up to the little pad and started scratching at it to see what, what this guy wrote about him. What is it? That was just a picture of a guy with a massive penis. And he doesn't even have... Like the right proportions outside of the penis. Right. And the head What's is one of these weird. Picasso line drawing it's giant ca- penis man? It's kind of Saul Bassey. Yeah. I know you're really into that guy. Right, Saul Bass. You love you some Saul Bass. Saul Bass, don't do ass. That's all I could come up with there. Well, so we don't know the <laughs> conclusion. Well, I tried looking up any other records for this. There's nothing out there online about what happened. Did it just get dismissed? It just got dismissed out of hand. Like, yeah, forget this. These lawyers are high powered and you don't have a case. So forget it. And then like no one bothered to write an article following up saying like case against Jeffrey Abrams dismissed. Or maybe this article goes on to detail how the case turned well, out. Well, that was my theory because it just says drawing. Drawing. I was like, there must be more paragraphs. Because it also seemed weird the way it just ended. And I think, you know, yes, that's kind of newspaper-y. Yeah. I think it was more classic newspaper I feel like it's like usually there is like a kind of more of a, a somewhat of a conclusion at the end. Like, like we, we don't know how this will play out, but all things considered whatever yeah. yeah yeah i guess we'll find out what the judge says next year the course of the thing it's scheduled for next june the hearing something it just kind of ends and then it says drawing so i did actually go use my special research skills and i actually found was this a the separate, 1994 was this a separate internet this was this was one of my many internets oh, yes oh man and I and I found the actual article, and, and you know I can see it along with the uh, you know the whole thing. The uh, the the whole thing. Say, I can say see the whole so. page. Shit. 
Yes. You know, I, I can see the whole page with the yes. advertisements that were in there and everything. Yeah. And the actual thing that was scanned in onto microfiche. Right. And and it, and it does, the article does just end there. But without the word drawing. The word drawing is not there. It's not there. Oh, it just ends awesome. with that last paragraph. But there's no word drawing. So that drawing, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. Do you from. think somebody put the word drawing in there? And oh, you supposed know where that to came be an from? illustration? Yeah, that's where it came from. What? Although I, I don't remember there being a... Uh, are you toying with me? That must be what it is, right? Oh, you're killing me. But I don't... I don't think there was a drawing there, though. Was it a drawing of a penis? A giant penis man? I... I oh, my God, it was. <laughs> it was like a scratched-off little giant penis man in the New York Times. Okay. You know... Still? They were like, well, they're Coxes. Here's the... Here's mm. the... Co this is John Cox. This is John Cox right here. <laughs> There's a reason they call him John Cox. Yep. What's in a name, Brad? What is in a name? Everything. I've learned it. I've come along to... I've come right around to your side of the If only he had here. renamed himself J. John Cox or something even shorter. I'm not sure what. Right. Right. John J. Cox? No. Ja Cox, Joe Cox, Joe Joe J Cox, what could he have done? J Joe. J Joe Cox. J Joe Cox, there it is. That would have done it. That would that would have been it. J J Cox? No, that's too short. No, That'd be weird. Too, Nobody's that's, first that's... name is two of the same letters in a row. That'd be stupid. I'm sorry. Sometimes I'm just stupid. J J Cox. Oh, but you really don't have an answer for me for what the drawing represents, do you? No, I don't. Fuck, man.